Hey, what's what? up, everybody? Hey, buddy. Yo, 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 yo. What? Greg's in the house. I hear. Hey, Greg. Hey. And and Nick's in the house too. I don't mean to pretend yeah, no, that you're I, not I'm, there. I, I am always here, or it's okay. He's, That's all right. he's yeah. There he is. But Greg, Greg, you just came back from a, a jaunt across our lovely nation. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the heartland. I, uh, yeah, baby. Yeah, three shows: uh, Omaha, Nebraska. Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Fort Smith, Arkansas. Rock. Damn, all right. Yeah. Arkansas, you're still not learning. Right. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. I'll get it eventually. Arkansas. <laughs> uh, Sweet, man. Good yeah. shows? Very good. Very good. And, uh, you know, safe. Cool. Felt safe. Felt good. Did you get paid? Made a little cash, you know. People are coming. Hey, people, right. are, people are buying tickets, man. You know, it, we talked about music festivals last, last episode, and uh, apparently, like, just, like, Every festival is like seeing record-breaking sales, nice. you know. So, mm-hmm. yep, and not nice. just fest- not just music festivals, but tickets for like museums and anything, anything, anything that's been just closed for the last the year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just get me out of the house. I don't care. So, no, it's good. It's great, man. And I mean, we'll see. I'm sure there's going to be some ups and downs, you know, that come along with this uh, resurgence. But I think everybody's feeling pretty good these days. Yeah, and I, and. My my uh, the drummer in the band I was with uh, was saying like, you know how I know it's going to be a great summer? I read that the two highest uh, selling items right now are lipstick and condoms. Right? Right? At least like maybe the 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 highest like jump in sales. Uh, was this in like the comment thread of a drummer magazine yeah, website yeah, or yeah. something like yeah, that? Yeah, touring drummer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Nice. Well, yeah, we'll see. Dude, I can piggyback on that sentiment because I got to play my first outdoor like real gig in, <gasps> yes. it's got to be a year, at least a year. Yeah. Was that Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. How'd it go? <laughs> it was awesome, dude. I'll tell yeah. you, man, I, we were playing at this community pool. It was like a private party at this community pool down in Prince George's County. And it was packed. You know, mostly kids, but there was, you know, adults there too. And cool. I walk in and I'm got my amp, my guitars and stuff. And this, this, this kid, he's playing wiffle ball with his friend. He's like, oh, is there a band here today? <laughs> oh. I'm like, yeah, man. He's like, when are you playing? Uh, probably about an hour or so. Yeah, guys, there's going to be a concert. Woo! <laughs> oh, how cool. Amazing. It was. But then that same kid was just playing wiffle ball whenever we were actually playing. So. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter, man. It doesn't matter, man. You got the exuberance. It made me feel good there for a second. But no. I'll tell you, man, yeah, I was, you I was nervous as hell. I was really? nervous the, as with hell. With the crowd? I, yeah, yeah. J- I know what you mean. And I know the material. It's not like I'm real concerned about it, and I'm not scared about playing to kids that don't know me like but it was just something about like being out in public again it just yeah the nerves came man it was but it was fun it was great powered through it awesome yeah, and that was, well, i took the kids camping that's all i got to report that's to. rad you know, that's, man that's almost even more brave than what greg and i did Indeed. Uh, it's, um, thank you but <laughs> you survived i did we're here here we go well we got a ton of crap to cover what do you say we jump right in let's do this Woo. i'm into it Yes, that's right. Buzzing with excitement and staying mm. relatively... Hey, Bird Clock! Mm. Bird Clock's here for the intro. <laughs> a little delightful. bit of a late start, so good to hear from you, Yeah, Bird Clock. Yeah, yeah. Excited that we're getting started. Go yeah. ahead, Jam. So no, sorry. no, I was just about to say, I was. Nick and I were talking early, and, and, and he said that where he was in Pennsylvania, there's relatively no poison ivy. And that's I correct. was just going to say that I've also stayed poison ivy free so far, knock on wood... This Not spring, because there's there's nothing worse to me than poison ivy. I'm slightly allergic oh, to it, so it's just it's, it's bad. It's a disaster. absolutely awful. Yeah, yeah. Godspeed. Um, Indeed. <laughs> yeah. Crap. We got a huge show. Um, huge. 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 We're gonna be talking about some music. I think all of us, right? Yeah. No outliers. Yeah. That works. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> a, and some comedy, maybe. Comedy. Yeah. Light. Uh, light. Why comedy. not? Light. Light. light, light very light. <laughs> Right. Well, enough enough dilly dallying, Greg. Why don't you take it away, sir? What you got? All for right. Us well, so so wait. So I'm hmm. the opening act for today. So to speak. Episode. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You're kicking things off. Yeah, yeah I'm kicking things off. So, You're setting things up for the headliners. Right. I see. Right. So okay. Hmm. Well, uh-huh. I'm still getting paid the same, right? 
Do you mind if we continue setting up while you do your thing? Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. Well, also, can you please not? Can you? Can I use that mic? That's my mic. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, so you're gonna sorry. need to bring your own. Well, I, it's just that. Okay, all right. Um, yeah. Well, in that case, and don't um, play any of the hits. Like just, uh, you know, okay, just all right. keep things. Just keep things. Tamped. So, are you almost done? Well, you, <laughs> I haven't started yet, <laughs> guys. Cool. All right, we're gonna need this. Uh, uh, okay. this the mic. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, go ahead. Uh, it just it just remind you're you're actually making me reminisce about <laughs> this concert that uh, actually Jay and I went to. Ooh, yeah, you remember we went to see uh, we went to see the darkness at nine thirty. The greatest rock that? and roll band of all time. Yeah. Yes, I do recall that <laughs> I, show. Yeah. I mean, I recall the show. I don't remember getting home, but <laughs> I do remember true that the opening act for the darkness. Which is mm. which was this uh. really incredible band that almost outdarknessed the darkness Very with their, with their yeah, flamboyance, there. yeah. And they were called Foxy Shazam. Foxy Shazam, and I, yes. And, I, and I'd like to kick it off with a little Foxy Shazam. Yeah. He's got some pipes. Yes, he does. Good man. lord, <laughs> those guys are those guys are out of their minds. Yeah. <laughs> they seriously were. They were, you know, every single band, especially if you're opening for somebody and you get a chance, you know, you're gonna have that pep talk before the show. Like, come on, guys, let's really put you know our heart into this. Let's 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 really put leave the energy out on the stage, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. But right. my God, you watch any video of these guys playing, they don't leave any energy left to be spent. <laughs> It's awesome. incredible, and they were there was there was all yeah, kinds they, of like rock star stage moves too. I mean, I remember. Oh my god! All I think them. at one point he yeah I think at one point he climbed up on someone's shoulders, lit two cigarettes, and then like threw both of them into the crowd. <laughs> like like, like what right. was that? You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, just, just dispensing of some tobacco yeah. products. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the yeah. alternative, you know, now in twenty whatever, whenever we saw that, all of the good rock star moves have been taken. You know, mm-hmm. shaking the mic, kicking the mic down, picking it back up, you know, doing all that. So the alternative is just to do all of them, right? You're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Well, you know, there's a lot to be said for the opening act, though. And it got me thinking, you know, since I'm opening up tonight, um, <laughs> it got me thinking, like, what's the best opening act I've ever seen? And I thought, I thought, hey, maybe I should open this up for a little conversation with you guys. And Oh, oh. Maybe we could do like a Tales from the Concert opening <gasps> edition. Okay, I okay, love I see it. This. Yeah. Reminisce. See this. You know, Greg. The funny thing is, we actually have we actually have an intro music. Can I roll? There we go. Let's roll it. Tales it. from the Concert. Here we go. We're rocking and rolling now. So nice, nice. One of the best t- opening. Was that day? It's a tough spot to be in as an opening act. It's it's a it's a steep hill to climb, and in, in the best is. of situations, it can depend. Yeah. You know, it, 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 if maybe you're out there opening up for uh, you know someone who whose audience you know is going to embrace you, or. Mm-hmm. 
you know, you're playing in your hometown, but I don't know that it can go a lot of different directions. If you've been yep. to a lot of concerts, you know, the three of us have been to our fair share, I'll say, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. we usually don't miss the opening act. Try not right? to. Try not to. Right. Because you never know. All of the, usually know. all of the headliners that you were paying to go see generally mm-hmm. were, were an opening act at some point. Nobody really right. ever Absolutely. skips that step. Mm-mm. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, and a lot of times it's, uh, I saw, you know, the band that, that becomes popular, you saw them open for it, and that's a cool experience, right? It is. Oh, yeah. I, I, found, I found the key to whether or not the opening act gets taken seriously is whether they turn the lights down. For them, ah, yes. <laughs> have you guys experienced yeah. this? Have you experienced yeah. the like the with the opening act where the lights are still on and they're like it's oh, a local yeah. local guy that the probably the promoter got in or something like that? Right. that yeah, I don't know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And, uh, I always feel for them, you know, especially at like an outdoor show, you know, because yes. you're always playing at like you know when the all, the sun's Six. up, people Six are still PM. out getting yeah. beers and stuff. They don't turn the videos on. You know, so you, nobody mm-hmm. can see you. They always turn the volume down just a little bit, so nobody really gets into it. I yep. feel bad for them. Mm. Yeah, and I've seen. I've been in the opposite situation where you know, if you're really, if you're the opening act and you're, st- and you're, onto something, then they'll be like, oh, actually, let's, let's actually am- make this better. Let's like actually use the lights. Oh, uh, nice. Not the house lights, but the like the lighting system, you know, and that's as, as as if like the tech guys got inspired by how good it was, yeah. and they like decided to <laughs> indeed. Turn, wow, well, and, I yeah, because never witnessed that. That's yeah. a win. Well, yeah, that's that's <laughs> what I'm saying though. Is that that was always like a metric for uh, yeah. for some of the urban bands I I was starting out with that if we were playing in in the middle of the set, we could see the lights start to flash. And somebody was like, hey, you know what? Let's make these guys look a little cooler because they're actually doing something. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, all right, cool. Yeah. We got their attention. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a, it's an interesting position to be in. And I think that there's <laughs> there's always like this kind of like, all right, I didn't mean pay for this, but let's see what you got, <laughs> you know, kind of sure. <laughs> sure. attitude with it. I don't know. Do you guys have, does anything come to mind? I mean, I shared my uh, Foxy Shazam story. What about you guys? Nick? I, I was thinking. I was actually thinking that I remember the the show I saw with my brother, the Radiohead show out in St. Louis. I remember really liking the the opening act. My problem, and this has always been my problem. I always go for the opening act. I always applaud more to to, to like compensate for the, the people that aren't listening. I never remember who you that never, was. I, dude, I fell I into the same never, trap. <laughs> ever remember who the hell they they were? Which which is bad. I feel bad about that. But this band, uh, I think it's Other Lives opened for Radiohead in St. Louis and I just remember I just remember they had bells and it was like it was very cool um and and uh and actually found some clips from that concert of them playing their their opening act and it was yeah it was solid it was it was a solid opening act but Jay I don't know what do you what do you think well I I figured you were going to take the Father John Misty from the Jason Isbell concert I almost I almost did but I didn't know if that was technically going to be categorized as an opener because they kind of co-build Mm. They co-build, but you know, to me, it felt like they were treating it as an opening band. It, certainly it might did. have just so, been yeah. the time of day, but I don't know. He, they didn't give them the full treatment. It didn't feel like. Hmm. Yeah, that was another. That was another one where the 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 band that preceded the main act. Yeah, impressed me more. Yeah. Gotcha. But no, I, I had the exact same problem. Like Greg gave us this beautiful prompt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Name your your favorite opening bands, and I was like, yes, setup. that's a great idea. Okay. Um. Okay. Uh, there was that one. Well, Foxy Shazam actually that they leaped to my mind, so to speak, um, straight away because they were just so dynamic and coming in front of a band like The Darkness. Like, how do you even? I, most how bands do you get, would how not. How do you a, stay remembered after when you open for The Darkness? Right. Right. So right. I don't think most bands would even try. But yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. They were great. They were really great. The one that sticks out in my mind, I'm not not really sure why, because I don't really love his music now, but I saw John Prine down in Charlottesville, Virginia, and the guy that was opening them was this guy, Josh Ritter. You guys Mm. have heard of him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I think he's had like a couple minor hits since then, but at the time he was, I, I had never heard of him at all, but I was just transfixed by him, and I was not expecting anything from it at all yeah um but he was just amazing a really good songwriter and a really really good musician all around is it um, in the john prine like genre or what, what's his what's his 
it's um, like more folk. Yeah, it's kind of folky, poppy, kind of like a Jason Mraz type of deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but less okay. less poppy, I guess. He's right. good. He's good. He's a good songwriter. Yeah, um, right on. But the, one of the ones that I I really remember because it was one of the first concerts I ever went to was seeing Dave Matthews Band at the at Veterans Stadium in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And um, is that Agents? No, no, but that's another great opening band. That's Agents we saw of them Good at, Roots. at yeah, was, uh, Hershey Park, right? Mm-hmm. Agents yeah. of Good Roots and Ben Harper, I think we saw. Yeah, oh, yeah. good oh, call. Dead. Thank yep. you, Nick. Okay, I was trying to recall that one. Yep. On this particular occasion, I was super amped about this show because one of the opening asks was Santana. Oh, that's right. Which was pretty cool. This was right. Yeah. After the whole supernatural thing, right? You know, when he was had that his... the show where it rained really, like where it just completely poured in the middle of the no, 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 it was a okay. beautiful, beautiful night. Um, and you know, Santana came on with them later on, played a couple songs, it was really good. But the band that I didn't know that well because I wasn't into hip hop at all or you know, cultured <laughs> growing up in Waynesboro, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, was The Roots. Yeah, The Roots oh. opened up. Uh, before Santana, and they were fantastic. I Whoa. really, really, really enjoyed them. I had when was never that? heard them before. When was that? Uh, 99. Oh, yeah. They were killing. Nice. Yeah, that's the best well, I could do. But um, Well, you know, I, I figured you guys would have your stories, and I was like, I should ask some other friends, and I decided to open it up to a conversation on Facebook, and sometimes I get oh, yes? this. Get yeah. One or two? What did you, you get? You well, one, it's still going. Wyan, we got, I'm sure Wyan weighed in. Wyan, of course, weighed in. Uh, <laughs> why, why don't I just start at the top and just see how many like these we get through? You have to stop me, yeah. okay? Because because it, it's it's amazing when you ask. You can ask this con this question to anyone, and they've got like a story ready to go. Sure, it's amazing. So now the first one was actually uh, uh, Harry Greenspun, who's a great great guy. And his answer was, that's easy. Funk arc opening for Trombone Shorty. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Which is my band opening for Trombone Shorty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which was a great show, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <I'm> um, <sure. laughs> yeah, we opened for him a few times. Anyway, uh, then uh, my, my old friend Jeff Berman from high school said, probably the Breeders opening for Nirvana. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, which that there was a fantastic. concert. Um, Nirvana played at American University in D.C. Um, wow. Probably in like 1993. And uh, a few of my older friends went to that show. And I believe Kreshmer went to that show. Wow. I had to ask him about that. Yeah. Yeah, I think he did. We'll check, we'll check back. Yeah, we'll check back. You know, I, I see uh, Rodney, my friend uh, Rodney Richardson says, Grizzly Bear opening for Radiohead. Um, Ooh, Grizzly Bear. I'd love to see that. Yeah. Someone said Nora Jones. She saw early on, but she couldn't uh, say um, who the headliner was. This is my old student, Juliet Bell. She plays in a band called Wicked Sycamore. Shout out to Juliet. Oh, that's um, funny that she remembered Juliet. She remembered the opening act. But not, but not the, the main, headline. Not yeah. the headline, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I'm still, uh, it's, it, the, the uh, answer's pending there. I right, keep moving quickly here. I got Neil Singh saying Braids opening for someone at 930. I never heard of Braids. Mm-hmm. Or Con Brio opening for Galactic. Anything? No. no? All right. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is opening for the White Stripes, says Matthew oh, Smith. Oh, wow. That'd be cool. Yeah, that, that would be, be cool. Awesome. John Mayer opening for Cheryl Crow, says uh, my friend Ro. I'm going to keep going a little. Here's Radiohead opening for Atlantis Morissette during the Jagged Little Pill tour. Um, oh. oh, wow. Yeah, yeah that's... Radiohead that, opening. That's just... Yeah. There's two words. It's just crazy. Let's see. Let me just get a few more in here. Refused opening for Faith No More. Um, oh. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Refuse, this incredible like Swedish yeah. hardcore band. Um, okay. And uh, Faith No More actually like opened for Metallica. They got a couple of mentions. Uh, Tomahawk opening for Tool. Uh, Radiohead mm-hmm. opening for REM. Foo Fighters opening for Red Hot Chili Peppers. Korn opening for KMFDM. I actually saw Korn kind of early on, and they were pretty wow. great. You know, like yeah, they, really? They, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I know they ended up kind of being like the new metal like rap rock joke. Yeah, um, man, that's that's my '96 James right there. Yeah, but 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 like there was a moment where they were onto something, and it was pretty cool, you know. Um, it was real groovy. Uh, here yeah. comes Wyan. Oh, here Wyan coming in strong. Soul coughing opening for DMB at the Patriot Center '95. Oh, okay. that would be pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Nice. That would be amazing. I like he, that. Fo- he follows up with, "I still listen to two, to one of those bands." <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, and then he says, oh. also, Medesky Martin and Wood opening for Maceo Parker at 930 Club. Oh. Um, that, and that would be I delightful. Would like, like yeah. to see that concert. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and also, Nerve opening for DJ Shadow. 
Nice. Um, Nerve is a band that features Jojo Mayer. I'm not f- are you familiar with him? I know Nick? the name, but he's I don't a, really know anything about him. He's a drummer who like plays electronic beats on an acoustic set. That's like one of the things oh. he's most known for. He's ridiculously good. Thing. Yeah, he's nice. really good. It's like reverse engineering, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, Mayer. Someone says, uh, the my actually an old, old friend Jeff Belzer says the Melvins opening for nine inch nails in ninety four. Holy <laughs> crap. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a hell of a show. Cheryl Crow opening for the Stones. Uh, my friend Justin Day, shout out to Justin, says... Yes, the, thank you. The, the Causey Way for Wesley Willis. <laughs> <laughs> that means Wesley Willis did a concert. Uh, yeah, he used to oh, tour. Yeah, man. I definitely that's, knew that's that. Cool. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. His moment in the sun. Yeah. And people say, like, Krangbin, uh Jake Nager, drummer I know in San Diego, says Pearl Jam opening for Nirvana and Red Hot Chili Peppers. What? Yeah. what a show yeah what a show oh. yeah. my friend savino says mashuga opening for literally anybody <laughs> which <laughs> yeah which uh they they did a lot of opening tours um and i gotta be I, I would be remiss not to mention my friend john karen who is one of the people i respect the most in in this whole music thing he has been like basically an auxiliary member of pink floyd uh, with David Gilmore, with Roger Waters, he played for uh-huh. Pete Townsend. He was—he's uh, been the musical director for uh, Kate Bush, nice. and uh, he says XTC opening for the Cars at Madison Square Garden. Um, <laughs> but, the, and then, but then he came back in and he said, or Ravi Shankar opening for George Harrison at Nassau Coliseum. Oh, well, yeah. yeah, that would do it. <laughs> I, 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 res- I responded with... <laughs> That's next level stuff. Right? <laughs> y- it is. I, I responded, damn, that must have been perfect. He goes, it was my first concert. <laughs> oh, that's a good. Dang. That's a tough. That's a high bar. <laughs> yeah, all the rest. All the rest are garbage. Yeah. It's like, hey, where's the opening sitar jam? You know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, listen, I could go on and on, but uh, I may just have to like send this thread to Nick for you to post because I don't want to chew up too much time. Um, there's so yeah, many more, or at least a link to it or something. Yeah, Stevie, I got I see Stevie Wonder at Rolling Stone, you know, Rolling Stones concert, DC, 1972. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, you know, I see uh, Maha Vishnu Orchestra opening for the Allman Brothers. <laughs> that might be my favorite. <laughs> Van Halen opening for Black wow. Sabbath in 1978. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, it's it's funny, like, because now, like, every time I the next time I see these people who I haven't seen in over a year because of damn COVID. You know, I'm gonna be like, so tell me more about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. You know, helmet. How about, how about you come on the show and just tell us about that concert? <laughs> yeah, just just yeah. go, go. We helmet. could be tales from the concert. We could, we could <laughs> yeah, follow why not? Up. Why not? Helmet opening. Did for anybody Primus. mention? Did anybody mention uh, Beastie Boys opening for Madonna? No, but that would make sense, right? <laughs> they did. They did. Yeah, 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 they did. First tour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Incredible, yeah, and you just never know. Like so, sometimes you can trace these things back. Uh, one thing uh, that I didn't mention: nobody went, nobody uh, has yet mentioned that they went to this. But Rush opening for Kiss was always what? something that I, I they like toured with them heavily. And wow. in interviews, you know, Getty Lee is like, we learned so much from those guys because, like, you know, mm-hmm. they put on such a such a huge show that we we quickly realized we need to be able to we gotta be com- ready gotta not get, compete yeah, gotta with get that, act together we had yeah but we have to have an act too um yeah. and there's and i guess they're like great friends still um nice. nice so yeah there you have it opening act tales from the concert you know beautiful done mr loman hey now hey thank you guys good opening act there greg yeah let's see how the let's see if the headliners disappoint us or not let's everybody (laughs) give it off to greg loman yeah all right woo yeah come see me at the merch booth (laughs) tell you what we'll we'll come on we'll have him back up on for the encore yeah maybe Don't touch hey. our beer in the green room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, he's passed. <laughs> that old man's passed out. Johnny he's, Nebraska, what are we doing, sir? His life's a blur. Hey. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well, I'd like to start out with some music. What do hey you now. say? 
Yeah, makes um, sense. The Black Keys. You guys familiar with them? Who? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, great band. Uh, they have just released a new album. A new Ooh. album of kind of covers yeah. of like old Delta Blues songs. Like yeah. really deep Delta Blues songs that uh, they like. And it's fantastic. Have you guys checked this out at all? Yes. I did give it a listen. Badass. All right. So I want to play uh, Going Down South from it. This was all recorded at uh, Dan Auerbach's studio down in Nashville. It's called Going Down South. stuff huh yeah it really is is that is yeah. that our back do you think um you know that's that's a great question i don't What's know he had a lot of friends coming in whether or not that's dan Auerbach playing the slide uh, i don't think he can play like that <laughs> I, I, I need to see him play like that but, but i could be wrong it's not that, that, whoever's playing that is really good is all i'm trying to say <laughs> I'm, I'm with you on that i'm yeah. with you on that <laughs> that's, that's off the new album uh delta cream definitely yeah. check it out if you're into that kind of kind mm. of music this is probably I don't know. I like the the black crow, the black crows, the black keys, but um, I really like this album. I'll Good. put it that way. Good. Yeah. yeah. They, they've I've ne- they've never been a band that's like really actually gotten their hooks in. With yeah. Um, I'm kind but, of the same way with them, honestly, Greg. Yeah. 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 Um, but Dan Auerbach these days is all over the place producing records for just about everybody, playing guitar on just about everybody's records. So he's doing something right down there. Sure. Next piece of business, very important. Follow up from last week. Okay. I felt so bad about the Outlaw Music Festival and not getting tickets that I went ahead and got <gasps> two tickets. Nice, Did you? dude. Nick Klein, you and I are going to the Outlaw <laughs> Music Festival. Clear your calendar. Uh, Nick's like, okay, uh, hold on. Let me get some. Let me get some. Let me I'm shuffle some. What's the date? I'm September 24th. My, September 24th. He's going to shuffle some things around. I got to move some things. I'm moving them. I'm moving them right now. Moving them right Moved. now. Moved. <laughs> <laughs> moved. <laughs> so we'll we'll uh, we'll attend. You know, it starts at like four. There's five bands, I think. Nathaniel Radcliffe and the Night Sweats. Okay. Kathleen Edwards, who's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Government Mule. Ooh, Warren Haynes, right. pretty awesome. Sturgill yeah. Simpson and Willie Nelson. Nice. Beautiful, on, right? Holy crap! Yeah. Wow. So yeah, we'll we'll go check that out, and uh, we'll give you a full report after the show. Hell cool. yeah, we will. Yes. Nice Stay little tuned. surprise for you there, right, Nick? I, I had no idea. <laughs> I had no that? idea. This is beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you, sir. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> I hope it's going to be fun. I ended up getting lawn tickets because by the time I actually did pull the trigger, almost all the seats, seat seats were gone. That so. sounds perfect. We always finagle our way in somewhere. So yeah. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it'll be, it, it, it's, I mean, it's going to be worth it just for the like, ah. Uh, Remember when this Dude, wasn't Willie, happening? Willie Nelson's, actually, I mean, Sturgill Simpson's going to be great, yeah. too. So, yeah, all of those. Yeah, he's great. he's pretty good. Yeah. But I'm with you, Greg. I, it, no, it could be yeah, just about anybody up there on the stage. It, it's, yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying, happy. is that, like, it's just yeah. the, the, just the, uh, the the feeling of, like, wow, here we are, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's trippy. I mean, you know, just 
well, I, I don't want to hijack the segment, but like concerts, concerts, <laughs> now you're good. concerts have been like they have a whole new meaning now. Agreed. Agreed. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So it spe- makes the heart grow fonder. That's right. right. And, and speaking well of concerts, said. I just have a couple of news and notes this week. That's for my segment. Just mm. a couple of things I found. New York City, guys, they are yes. planning a welcome back mega concert to be held in Central Park for August of 2021. Yes, they are. Ooh. Pretty have, cool, huh? Yeah, it's very cool. Have, yeah. Very cool. Have they announced anything yet? They have not, other than the okay. date. It's going to be August 21st, and the reason they picked that date is because it's supposed to co- coincide with a whole uh, week-long celebration called Homecoming Week in New York City. Mm-hmm. So they picked that date. The mayor, Bill de Blasio, um, he tapped uh, Clive Davis, uh, I think Atlantic Records, uh, this okay. producer, yep. who knows mm-hmm. just about everybody. He's tapped him and said, hey, find me some good acts, huh? Mm. <laughs> and I think it's just about at that stage How about we right do now. a show? <laughs> 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 two old white guys patting each other on the back at this stage. Right. You know? uh-huh. um, mm-hmm. But two very powerful and influential white guys who are going to get some pretty dang good acts there, I'm sure. Yep. yep. So uh, it's cool. It's going to be in uh, Central Park on the Grand parade field or whatever it is they've they've only had a couple concerts there over the years but they've always been a really big deal so uh some of the people who've played there over the years of course the the iconic one in my mind is simon and garfunkel simon and garfunkel live at central park yep right right um but cool. uh, carol king played there for like seventy thousand people elton john diana ross and dave matthews band yes they did 2003 so yeah so that'll be pretty cool that's very cool very Oh, and the majority of the tickets will be free. They're supposed to, they're planning on like seventy thousand people, but I imagine it's, the demand would be much higher than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there'll be some uh, VIP seats for the uh, you know the the important people up front. Right. Still and rad. Yeah, man. and and this was this is the one where they're going to have like the vaccinated and unvaccinated sections. You know, I didn't see that. Did you see something about that? Yeah. The um. The, the idea is that 70% will be for vaccinated uh, gotcha. New Yorkers. Um, like the free tickets, they'll have their own section and all. So I think that was the other tie-in was to promote getting vaccinated. Oh, so you can show. come see this awesome concert. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like it. Definitely. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's cool, man. So the other thing I wanted to mention was this piece I saw in The Guardian about uh, streaming. And we, you know, we've talked plenty of times on the show about um, the problems with the current streaming setup, how Spotify or any other streaming service pays artists basically directly or to their labels and pays them basically based off of play counts. Mm-hmm. Um, well, a bunch of uh, major rock stars from the UK have joined a campaign to actually try to change, and I'm really interested in you guys perspective on this because this is kind of a different approach than what I've heard like ideas that I've heard at least here in the United States but they're actually trying to change UK law over these streaming royalties right Um, Hmm. so the idea is that they want streaming services to be regulated like radio currently is and yeah so and the the big thing there is that in that case royalties would be paid instead of directly to the artist or to the label, they're paid basically to like a publishing service, like in the United States, it's ASCAP or BMI. Mm-hmm. And then those services are in charge of distributing the funds. Distributing the funds, yep. So it's a very different and not you know direct to artist relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting to me to see these big artists. They're adding a middleman. They are, they are. Yeah. Let me just before I get your guys' comments, let me just give you the list of some of the artists that are are sign, have signed up to this. Uh, the Rolling Stones, Tom right. Jones, mm. uh, the Pet Shop Boys, Paul McCartney, uh, Jarvis Cocker, Barry Gibb, Kate Bush, and my favorite from this list, Van Morrison. Mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> your boy. He'll sign anything, anything. He'll sign it. He's now lobbying the government to become more intrusive. So, <laughs> right, right. I don't know. I found that kind of ironic. I also think it's because, you know, these are big name artists who would obviously benefit from this system as yes. opposed to independent artists. Yes. 
And it's not ironic. Van Morrison will sign anything that gets him more money. That's the bot. That's, mm-hmm. the, that's the common Fair thread enough. between the Fair two. Enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not a value judgment. I just, I just mean they both get him more money. So. I don't know. Thoughts about it going, going the legal route, actually trying to change the laws rather than just trying to apply pressure to Spotify. Only way to get it done in Europe, I think, is to right. I mean, that was the alternative to. Uh, artist pressure from like the big names is uh, is somebody some some country in Europe changes the law that kind of pushes their hand. Um, but I mean, this is specific to the UK, so yeah, I I don't know. This seems like a step backward to me, but yeah, uh, it's at least addressing the problem. So I guess um, I guess good to keep it in the news that it's a problem. But uh, but the solution kind of yeah, it feels it feels like Regressive. ten steps backwards. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you want to play devil's advocate, you could say, well, it would be easier for artists to negotiate with services like Spotify if one or two singular organizations were advocating for them, right? Would they be advocating for them, though? Well, and that's that's where we get into the weeds. But, I mean, I think you could make the argument that it's really hard for all of it's. It's like uni- unionizing in a way, you know, mm-hmm. you're going behind this one ASCAP entity to hope that they will um, advocate for better pay. Right. I mean, it's a pri- it's a private regulatory company is basically what it is. Like, they're going to be the ones that are checking and doing the auditing, and, right. and right, which is what ASCAP and BMI does because they get their cut, and then that's what makes it private. I don't know. It's it's something. It's something. <laughs> I don't I it, I think it's a terrible idea, but... <laughs> It's a is a big problem that needs some 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 maybe it does need a regressive s- solution, maybe it is about taking a step back, adding a maybe there's been too much disruption. I'm not sure. I'm not sure there could be a case to be made that there's been too much disruption in the music industry and that taking a step backwards towards the way it was done might be hmm. might be the way to start. I guess. Hmm. Interesting. What do you think, Greg? Uh, man, I'm still wrapping my head around all this, you know, it's, um, I don't th- know if I have anything productive to say that you guys haven't said already, but government doesn't seem to be the, <laughs> pro- the well, answer. The law, the the answer law would to- require that there be this, this entity. Yeah. So it, w- it wouldn't necessarily, it wouldn't necessarily be the government that's overseeing that. It no, but yeah, they- yeah. I think, I think the, the, the hardest thing to like, quote unquote, fix is, how to get everyone to not expect music for free but you can't put that back yeah. in, in the box you know so i definitely agree with that well, I, except i don't know I, I i always felt that way coming out of you know coming out we were in college when napster hit and and then that got replaced by limewire and then computer viruses and um the, the but then then apple did the 99 cent song mm-hmm. and then the decision to buy actually felt it was like I could pay a dollar or I could go fetch this track and maybe download it successfully after a day of trying to find the right torrent. Right, and, and, um, and, and risk getting a virus that could destroy my and entire risk computer. risk getting a virus because everybody that had LimeWire got viruses, yeah. And, and, and then it was, and then it was like, actually, it's a buck. I'll pay for it. Or the album's seven bucks, and it's a click, which is a hell of a lot easier than going to a store and shelling, yeah. out, shelling out cash. So I, I don't know. But I, I think model, the problem, the problem that, is freemium. Free free streaming services, which I mean is is the same case, except the because that the, the dilution of the stream count because of these far you know these uh, these streaming farms that people set up to boost up people's artists' tracks like that nothing that doesn't get solved here. That's that's still a big problem. Yeah, true, true. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's what do you think, Jay? <sighs> Jay, you had something to say. You were you were going to mention that the the model of the ninety nine. I was just going to say that that pay per per track model that Apple introduced seemed like a good idea until Apple doesn't even do that anymore. Yeah. Right? I mean, they're, mm-hmm. they're subscription now, right? Yep. Yep. So, and, and I don't know that the subscription model, I got to imagine it's reached just about saturation point at this stage. Everyone knows about streaming music, and if they are going to pay for it, they're probably going to right now, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Why would anybody pay for Spotify when you just have to deal with a commercial every so often? Yeah, but that sucks. I pay for Spotify. You do. We're really into music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But for a lot of people, the free version of Spotify is it's totally fine. It's fine. Hundred yeah, percent. It's true. Yeah, the majority of people, it's 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 fine. I think. It's um, true. And the only point I was trying to make with Apple was that I never thought people would go back to paying for music until Apple made a song a dollar, 
Oh, and okay. then people started paying for it again. So there are business models, I think, that exist that would get people to shell the cash out. It's just about, it's almost the psychology of like how much you're paying for it. Yeah. Um, like paying a dollar feels like, or paying 99 cents for a track feels like, ah, I got a buck. Yeah. It's going to help the artist. Perfect. That's fine. And think, also it's easier than downloading it via a torrent. Or, yeah, or, I, I think either way, I, and I could be wrong on this because I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it feels like within the streaming universe, there's plenty of money to go around and have artists be paid well mm-hmm. enough. So I, I don't think necessarily it needs to be a wholesale like change from the ground up. But obviously there needs to be, the you know, artists are feeling the, the pressure. They're not getting the income that they need to support their lives. Yeah. And they have to augment it by touring or whatever they have to do. So, And there's enough money there with the current subscription model. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. I, I just, like I said, it was a different approach that I hadn't seen before. So best of luck. Best yeah. of luck, you Brits. You got this. <laughs> you got this. All righty, Nick, sir. Huh? It's your turn. Yes, it is. You know what? This is episode 96. So I'm going to be talking about the music in 96. 96 was a, this is a weird year. This yeah. is like, from, from the more I kind of dug into it, very weird year. It's almost like grunge is kind of, it, it's really on, it's, it's done. It's really kind of done. Like it's, it's had its big bang, early 90s. I don't know what was, let, let's let's listen to the hit of the year. Can we okay, can we do okay. that, Jay? Let's go sure. ahead and let's let's play. This is just the just, first first one on the list here. I, I'm not yeah. familiar with the the title of the tune at all, so okay. we'll give it a okay. shot. Yeah, so it's, yeah. Catchy. Ah. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Oh, you gotta keep to the hook. Yeah. Hey, hey, yep. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so that was that was '96. Wow. No, but this year was this year was weird. It was um, this is when you start to see uh, I think Backstreet Boys had their debut this year. Oh, so yeah. like, oh, yeah. this was about to kick in. Like In Sync and all those were about to kind of step up. The boy bands were coming back. You've got uh, Beck Odelay was a big album that came out oh, this yeah. year, oh, which nice. is a very yeah, but it, it, very nice. But but he kind of it's it was kind of like country folk rap thing going on when you kind of go back and listen to it um yep, right cake was another big fashion nugget came out this year which is a fantastic album but v- very different sounds yeah, sure. coming out of 96 and and kind of introducing some uh, some different threads um, people trying for different stuff people, people trying throwing for different stuff, stuff against stuff. the wall yeah, people try- yeah yep and i don't know do, do you guys do you guys have a hunch as to where the lincoln park corn nickelback where did, to me it seems like like uh, like a rage influence thing, but that might be oversimplifying it. Um, I could uh, I could probably you mean shed rage some light. Machine ins- Correct, rage yeah. against the machine. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I could I could shed some light on it. I think. Yeah, let me hear um, this. Let me hear this. Well, you know, so yeah, I guess these bands were emerging around that time. You're right. This, uh, all all '96. They all, all yeah. just popped on the scene. Well, yep. Nick Nickelback, I don't think came until later. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I first heard about them in college. Um, and Lincoln okay. Park as mm-hmm. well. Lincoln Park was like '99. 2000 i think was like when hybrid theory okay. came out all right all right, uh, all right. however <laughs> uh you know bands like there was a, a definitely a crop of like this new metal style and yeah. um corn you know when you listen to corn's debut album it i have to say i mean there's a lot of bands there's a lot of, excuse me a lot of people who are going to say not good things about that band but when you hear that first record and you it, there's nothing else that sounded like it and it was mm-hmm. a little absurd and it's a little cheesy but some parts of it are really intense even still oh, yeah and you um, turned me onto that album Greg. oh did i yeah, yeah yeah cool you i mean me a copy and i still have it nice i mean you know again it don't get me wrong like some of it is dated and some of the tones are like awful yeah. like the bass tone mm-hmm. is awful <laughs> um it's very it's almost kind of like this tough guy emo thing <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But they were groovy, man. Like some of their like some of their riffs and like just breakdowns are just so like headbanging worthy, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And anyway, I think that these bands came out of California. Corn uh, came out of Bakersfield, and uh, in Sacramento, a little further north, you had Deftones that was like starting to come out, and so those bands started to, to get pretty popular. I think in like skater culture. And I think that's what sort of like lifted up, lifted it up. Gotcha. And then somehow Corn, by the time their third album came out, they got like these people started to catch on to their style. And yeah. then you had Limp Biscuit, and that's when it sort of 
you know, got went over the edge. And it yeah. was like, it was a short-lived moment. You know, that's what kind of like made it. Mm. But there you have it. That's my two cents on the new metal. It's bands like, there's some other good bands like Seven Dust. I don't know if you ever heard of those guys. They, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Snot was another band. They, they Never very, heard of Snot. Very short-lived career because their singer passed away early, but they, it, it's really You better Snot mention them again. You better Snot <laughs> mention them. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Jay. Thank go you listen, for bringing go, that go up. Li- <laughs> no, no, no kidding. Go listen to the, they only have one album, self-titled, called Snot. It's seriously good. And, uh, Is it? Yeah, yeah, it's really badass. And uh, incidentally, Nickelback's debut was '96. No, I stand corrected. But they were yeah, they're you know, Canadian. Like, they but didn't, Photograph didn't come along until 2003. So they didn't reach their artistic well, height. The the one that I think break, really broke them in the states though was. Uh, you know, never made it as a white man. That came out like I was in college when that came out because I remember people were listening to it and I was like, you guys are t- idiots. I'm, I'm with you on that. <laughs> yeah. All right. We so, spent enough time on Nickelback. Yes. But right. yeah, we absolutely have. Nick, absolutely to, have. To your theory, though, I think there is something to the new metal scene coming out of what Rage Against the Machine was able to accomplish. Yes. Yeah. And turning that into a more marketable thing. Indeed. Yeah, like 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 making a pop version of rap rock yeah. that, yes. that that Rage yeah. kind of pioneered with yeah. the less thing. less yeah. politics. Yes. <laughs> and, and less kicking ass and, and, and yeah, right, yeah, right, more, of course, more of course. selling out. Right? <laughs> but but, right. but it's, it's it's important because it sets the stage for what ends up really becoming the demise of the '90s, which is Woodstock '99. That's right. Yep. Yeah. That's so right. anyway, that's all I'll say. <laughs> it's all coming. It's coming. It's, it's coming. It's coming. The other thing that happened this year, which is a big deal, actually, in retrospect. Was the um, formation was, of Steam Game became the that actually did happen this year? I didn't have that in my notes, but I didn't make a mental note when I was doing this that we started the man that year. Yeah. Um, no, the, the Telecommunications Act of 1996. Oh. What this did was this deregulated radio stations and allowed consolidation. Oh. Uh, essentially, iHeartRadio that allowed Snapped. it allowed a, a company to own more than one station in a market gotcha. which really opened the floodgates up for the consolidation of the yeah. radio destroyed radio play. stations like hfs it absolutely did yeah completely obliterated like all the independent rock and 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 you know any genre stations out there um as as there was kind of a fast grab to scoop up the small stations in all the markets um, by these larger larger companies um and it's funny because the purpose of the act was to in, in encourage competition I'm sure yeah. via deregulation which really <laughs> just allowed the big guys to come in and, and buy them all up so right interesting uh, economics lesson there um, the the uh, Jay you um there's an album that came out that was uh, cited heavily on our freshman year this is not a music album though well I guess I guess that's not mm. true um, mm-hmm. but uh, Mr. Adam Sandler, I believe, had his sophomore oh. album <laughs> released this year, which is "What the Hell Happened to Me." He sure did, and that featured oh, that featured God. a character. It featured a character that um, anybody who's listened to any episode of, of, of "You Should Check It Out" has inevitably heard Greg do uh, oh, and, and and Jay respond to, yeah. which would be the the goat. The goat. <laughs> can we hear a little of the goat? Oh, we can hear more than just a little. Can we oh, go yeah. snippet first? Good God. Hey, goat, how's it going? Ah, it's dark. I cannot see you. Come closer. Hello. Hey, what's up? Hey, man. man. Hey. What's going on? Hi. What's the good word there? Well, so what are you doing? You're just sitting there in the uh, pickup truck? Yes, <laughs> wise guy. I'm tied to it with a three-foot rope, so pretty much my options are limited, you f***ing wise ass. <laughs> what's going on, fellas? What's going on, so, fellas? <laughs> <laughs> if, if I could interject my thoughts on this on this seminal album, for, for me, at least, um... I mean, my goodness, I was a huge Adam Sandler fan from his first uh, comedy album in 93. Sure. But I, I remember the day, that the first day that I heard this album, I was riding oh in the God. car with my friend Will's parents, and he, we were going somewhere on a long trip, and he had this CD, okay. and he handed me the, C, the Sony CD Walkman oh. with the headphones. You got, you got to listen to this. Oh, my God. And, you know, so it's this story, it's this just seven minute long sketch of these stoner guys going to meet this talking goat it's the dumbest premise in the world yeah. and the goat for some reason has this outrageous stupid accent what is that 
I don't even know. It's just like, it's kind of like, act- you know, it's like a, 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 I don't even know. It's, it's yeah. It's they never explain it, you know. It's <laughs> me, you know. What are you going to do, huh? Is it, it, doesn't it sound like a Robert Smigel thing? Doesn't it, it kind of sounds it's like. It's kind of like, like tri- <laughs> it's pre-Triumph, the insult comic dog. It is, but yeah. he was the writer at SNL. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's Good true. point. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. It is very Triumph, now that I think about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm going to lead up to possibly the funniest moment of my young mm. life here okay. with just one more clip you know so yes. he talks you know says this goat he's owned by this drunk man he uh-huh. leaves him tied up to the back of this pickup truck he very much uh-huh. abuses the goat oh, but the goat somehow with got, the a great, stick. got a great temperament and personality and <laughs> yeah. this man is to find humor he, he, he did, throughout he, all of you know, the, the, the kids are it. asking about hey hey goat you know is that old guy mean to you um so here, here's the goat talking about the old man we were. <laughs> the goat wants to uh, untie you for a little while no I'd love to sit on the truck all Yes, that would be great. Would you untie me? Because my fucking hind legs, man, they are fucking cramped. Yeah, you sure the old man's not gonna get pissed? Or I told you, he's fucking passed out. That fucking pissed drunk. Right. He's just laying there on the floor. He's not gonna find out. He lives his life in an alcoholic haze, man. His life's a blur. Hey, you're a good guy. <laughs> yeah, man, Jay, Jay, you're gonna have your work cut out for you this week, bro. I know this is a good one. <laughs> oh man! See how much of that is is comprehensible yeah. <laughs> once you once you add the beeps in there. Oh my goodness! I think you get the idea. So Can you me. know the, the the kids are screwing around with the goat. The goat is you know cursing up a storm. They're talking uh-huh. about what they want to do, and then and then one of the guys just wants to have a little bit of fun with the goat. And mm-hmm. this was the lead up to possibly. I mean, I almost peed my pants in the back of this car <laughs> the first time I heard this moment. This is soft. Hey goat, go out for a pass. <laughs> yeah, go out with the football. You're gonna throw it. It's a little too big, you know. The football. If you guys had a, uh, a a tennis ball, I could see, but I gotta catch it with my mouth, you know. I don't got no fingers oh, like yeah. you guys, so. A football that could cause some damage, but uh, what else? <laughs> Just give it a try. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, come on. Oh, well, uh, me. All right, all right. Good team. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> me in the gold <laughs> ass! <laughs> you <laughs> whiz that thing! Oh, that must have hurt. That thing is pointy, fellas. In a regular Starbuck over there. You okay, Goat? Yeah, you button hooked me. I didn't nice know you try. were gonna button hook. Hey. I think you got a knot there. Huh? A knot? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You better not uh, mention that again, you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, so there you go. For anyone that who's segment ever segment right there. That segment right there was yes. the most cited segment. Yes. Of 2000. You button hooked. <laughs> in Bel Air Hall at College Park, man. <laughs> Holy crap. So if you've ever wondered why we do those stupid voices and say stupid things like, ah, you button hook me. You yeah. better not mention it's that again. It's because of our generation's SNL, which is how yeah, every generation right. is. That's right. That's yeah, right. Regular Starback. <laughs> Regular Starbuck. I think we used to we used to we used to debate that Jay because you you thought he Whether said something Starbuck? else. He said you, you thought he said something else. I was like, no, I'm pretty sure he's saying Starbuck, which is like a like a old time like yeah Roger Starbuck, like like, yeah. like, a, like a, a quarterback from like the 70s. Right? Yeah, from this exactly. Yeah, <laughs> somebody that nobody knows anymore. Yeah. It's weird too because listening back to that, it's like I kind of hear like Italian when he's like ah the, the, the football ah, it's a little too big, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's kind of like this weird like Italian pseudo like pseudo italian jew like well he tried to explain it on the follow-up album he says i come from the hills of europe there you go that's true i don't know the goat has a song yeah you did you got into the lore i forgot about that (laughs) (laughs) oh man it's amazing here's here's the other albums that came out this year before we wrap this up for the week there were others Um, out there were other there there were some debuts that mattered uh, I already mentioned Backstreet Boys, which didn't matter. Fiona oh. Apple came out this year. Oh, uh, wow. Neutral Milk Hotel had their debut on Avery Island this year. <coughs> mm-hmm. <coughs> oh, <f-> you. <laughs> um, Eminem came out this year. Uh, Modest oh, Mouse yeah. had their debut. Bella and Sebastian, Fountains of Wayne, Little Kim, and a Mr. Jay-Z. I think we got a clip from this. Reasonable Ooh, Doubt. Yeah. Um, it was a pretty seminal album that came out in 96. Yes, indeed. Uh, Mr. Jay-Z, and I think we've got, yeah, play that with Mary J. Yo, I'm making short-term goals when the weather falls. Just put away the leathers and put ice on the gold. Chili with enough bell money to free a big willy. High stakes, I got more at stake than filling. Shopping sprees, copping three. Dudes fever, I yeses. Fully loaded, I yes. Bouncing in the Lex Luger. Tire smoke like Buddha. 50 G's to the crap shooter. Can't fade me. Chrome stocks beaming. Through my peripheral, I see you scheming. Stop dreaming, I leave your body steaming. The spinning, what's the meaning? I'm leaning on any 
intervening with the sound of my money machining. My cup runneth over with hundreds. I'm one of the best that done it. Six digits and running. Y'all don't want it. I got the Godfather flow to Don Juan DeMarco. Swear to God, don't get it up. Cause you can't knock the hustle But do you think you want? Uh, uh, Baby, one Bam. day you'll be Bam. a star Bam. Bam. That scene out of state where I drop my sling I'm deep in the south Nice Can't believe you coughed at neutral milk That, that really I, I, It's just that first, that first <laughs> I, one I, I can't really On Avery Island's a tough one Yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> That could cause some damage <laughs> <laughs> What else? Alice in Chains Unplugged. Oh, it's oh wow. Oh, classic. yeah. It was a huge one. Great um, album. Tori yeah. Amos had Boys for Pele. That was another big one. Uh, Evil Empire yes. by Rage Against the Machine. Oh, huge. Oh, nice. Bulls yes. on Massive. Parade. Come on. Yep. 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 Yeah. People of the Sun. Oh, yeah, yeah. All sorts. Um, uh, Got that. Uh, I think. Anima. Pinkerton. Yeah. Pinkerton. Weezer Pinkerton. About the hipster's favorite Weezer album. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> what was that, Greg? Anima. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got a clip from that. Why don't we go ahead oh, and... Oh, I'm sorry. I jumped, yeah. I jumped the gun. No, you're good. Cool. You're good, man. You're good. All right. Let's hear it. Let's hear this. Nice, nice. Yeah, love that album. Enema, Enema by Tool. Oh man, good, great album. Mm -hmm. I, I have, I have, I, I love that song. But the Bill Hicks intro, oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I had to fight. Yeah. I, there, there's, there's so many good tracks on that album. That, yeah, that, that, yeah. So. That's the, that's the, um, that's the final track. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. Badass. Um, uh, one of my favorites, honestly, from this year, Mo No Doy. I love oh, that album. Yeah, hell yeah. So much. That's a great one. <laughs> um. And uh, what else came out that year? Presidents of the United States of America 2, which honestly, honestly, I don't think that I've band ever heard is this. so underrated. I don't think I've ever heard their second album. It, 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 there's, I never gave them any, I always just thought well, the bassist has two strings and the guitarist has three, yeah. so they must be useless. Yeah. Nah, no, they're, they're fantastic songwriters. It's, it's, right. it's, it's, a, it's a funny album. Are uh, you familiar at fun. all with uh, my fellow fathers? Are you familiar at all with Caspar Baby Pants? No. That's oh, his, that's his band, right? That's his kids' band. Yeah. I was just talking to I was just talking to some relatives when we were camping this weekend about this. It's um, pretty good. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard it's really. He's a really good songwriter. Like yeah. a really, it's very clever, very very well done. Almost like a like a cooler Bernie Ladies. Yeah. Um, where, like of. admittedly a nerd, but like very well written and and well thought out. That's another shout out to Dirk Maurer for giving me the heads up on that one on Caspar Baby. I Pants. believe that yep. wholeheartedly. Holy cow! One hundred ten percent. Um, another yeah. album that came out this year that uh, in '96 that was uh, ended up being pretty important was uh, Stereo Lab Emperor Tomato Ketchup, hmm. um, oh, okay. which which really influenced a lot of uh, like sample on the like indie side I mm -hmm. think. Um, but I think I've got a clip from I think I got a clip from that one from the Noise from the Carpet. Can we um, can we listen to that real quick, Jay? You got it.
Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's like a like a '90s Velvet Underground or something like that with Nico or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's it's, a, that's it's, interesting. It's cool that's a good that's a good take on that. I, I is it true that the the score did we, did we say the score came out already? The Fugees. Oh, oh no, I don't. I don't think I said that. Did that come out that, that year? That sounds right. I yeah. think it did. You know, it's weird because like sometimes you know when you start digging around online, yeah, it looks like it said February thirteenth, nineteen ninety six. That was a massive. Album. Nice, nice, nice. Um, yeah. it's around the time I started working at Sam Goody too. I think. So we're gonna get to a point. Okay. Where, we're, we're gonna get to a point where I'm like, no, 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 no. I can tell you exactly <laughs> when this came out. You know? Yeah, I remember when I I remember when I put that on the shelf. Yeah, yeah. They kept yep. me late that night, and I couldn't go out with my friends. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It is um, funny though, like just as you know, this is our freshman year of high school in 1996. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just funny how the the memories are becoming much more clear yeah. at this yeah. point. You know, <laughs> it's, it's it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, there was there was a lot of songs from that from freshman year that I did not include in yeah. this in this roundup, um, but one that I will include, with no apologies, is is Dave Matthews Band Crash. This is the Dave Matthews Band episode, this and that's fine because like they're a phenomenal band. I, I do not care what 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 whatever's uncool about it, that'll go away. They're going to be like the I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I think I don't you might be onto something there, Nick. I'm telling that's you. That's right. I'm telling you. Well, they're still making money. That's true. So and they're and they're really really good at their instruments. Yeah, no doubt. Really good. Yeah, specifically Carter Beaufort. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, so man. yeah, they released Crash, which was a huge album for them. That was their big one. That yeah. was their big album. Absolutely. Yeah. And a great album too. Yeah, absolutely was. Uh, but that's that's what I've got for '96, guys. It was a uh, it was a another. We've been calling them transition years a lot, but. I, no, I guess, I I guess like every year we kind of we kind of see the flow of it um, and where it's headed. It feels um, to me like we definitely, like you said, have moved out of the grunge phase, and it's definitely like I don't know some. It's more pop. I don't want to say it's like corporate nature is taking the whole thing over, but it definitely seems like everything's a little bit slicker than it was it, well, in the it, early nineties. Like, it's like this new genre came in and was the spark of influence that just completely affected everything around it. And this is like this is like starting to be the cleanup phase where it's getting yeah where it's kind of like all the corporate interests are now trying to incorporate aspects of it into yeah. you know this band over here or, or but yeah but then you also have the boy bands becoming popular again and uh, I, yeah it was it start of a different cycle I remember sort. and I don't know if you guys if this echoes for you guys at all but I remember being in high school especially like the later years of high school and like thinking like you know a lot of people look back on like their time in high school and remember the music with a lot of great fondness but like i remember the late 90s man like yeah being like kind of disappointed that like i had to live through that era like of course now we know there's a lot of great music that was made then but like mm-hmm. it, the late 90s man it just turned into such crap and it was all yeah. backstreet boys and christina aguilera and Britney yeah it's Spears true spears and all that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you just couldn't escape it and then it was mm-hmm. the new metal crap that you know took a took right. over at the very end of that it mm-hmm. just feels like we're at the beginning of that yeah. phase it was all that like total request live yeah yes. yeah yeah, yeah. Carson, i think mtv Carson mtv Daly. made like a spinoff like an alternate na- alternative nation or something like that that they canceled a year later <laughs> um trying to like trying to keep grunge alive and it yeah, it yeah. Was, uh, or like trying to keep like yeah the alternative, alternative music is what they were calling music. it at that yeah, point yeah, right, yeah. Right. um yeah sorry not grunge not grunge <laughs> <laughs> well but um yeah it's um it, it's it, it had it had kind of evolved in a lot of different directions at that point mm-hmm. you know yep but yeah it's uh it, it is interesting to kind of go back down memory lane freshman year of college yeah. i mean uh, excuse me freshman year of high school so, <sighs> but i mean but a good year there's some good stuff that came out and cool. uh yeah that's what I got for 96, my friends. Well, thank you, Mr. Klein. Yeah. An excellent closing act. Thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. We forgot to bring Greg on back on yes. for the encore, but I'm sure the I'm sure uh, the fans guys, remember him. Come on, from yeah. you know earlier. I've in the been evening. waiting. I've been waiting on. I've been waiting on you know stage right <laughs> the wings. <laughs> you know, like for, out for two hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just I just keep no, We got it, it, man. We got it. We're good. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Okay. Are you sure? Are you sure? Oh no. You know what? <laughs> Tell you what, guys. Hey, we got one last thing for you. What do you say we bring on our friend Greg Lohman to tell you hey. how to get in touch with us? Go ahead, Greg. Yeah. Oh, wow, Greg. wait. I thought I thought I was going to get to. All right. All right. That's all we have time for. Thanks, Greg. <laughs> all right. You can find us on Facebook. Find us on Instagram. 
Our email is YSCIO at podcast. Isn't he great, folks? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Play free bird. Um, <laughs> on, twi- on Twitter, our handle is at Shudchuck. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, hit yeah. us up. Yeah, and stay tuned to uh, the Facebook channels. You know, sometimes we, you know, last minute we uh, we'll throw a uh, life. we'll throw a request out there, like Greg did today, to mm-hmm. get some uh, requests for you know content, like uh, the your favorite opening act that you've ever seen. So, you know, right. stay tuned to that kind of stuff. And we, gosh, you you mentioned Facebook Live. We got to get back on the live train here, guys. When is our next episode? Indeed. Did we set a date? I'm sure we did at some point. Not yet. <laughs> I don't know All if we right. did, but let's uh, let, let's let's All get right, on. So, that. folks, just mark your calendars. Just put a big pencil slash through every single day in yeah. June. It'll be a Monday. It'll be a Monday. Every single Monday in June. Nine thirty Eastern. Just block it off, and we'll be there. Just keep somewhere. it open. Keep it open if you don't <laughs> if you don't mind. Yeah. Sweet. And you two keep that mo- those Mondays open too. Either way, we'll Deep. be on it. We'll do. Yep. Got it. All right. Well, I'll do. I'll try my best. <laughs> All right, well, I think that's a wrap. Thank you so much, boys. Thank you all for listening. Tune in next week. And until then, peace. Have a great week. Peace.